Welcome back to the Superintendent Radio Network. I'm Guy Cipriano. We're here with Chris Steigelman, the Director of Golf Course Maintenance on the Palmetto and Plantation Courses at the Landings Golf Club. We're here to talk about his wildlife programs. And first off, Chris, th thanks for joining us. Sure. Glad to be here. You guys have some interesting projects going on. There's an eagle cam behind the second tee on the Palmetto course and a bunch of turtle boxes. Just explain the ideas for these and where it came from. Sure. I mean, most of these were all naturally evolving. You know, we just kind of captured some things that were going on and, and ran with it. You know, the turtle box is one we've been doing for a long time. It's diamondback terrapins that nest in the bunkers, and uh, we've had that program going for about 10 years now. And then the, the eagle cam is our newest addition this year. Uh, really excited about that one. We've got a live feed eagle camera, you know, to be able to monitor the, the nesting of parabolic eagles over the Palmetto Golf Course. How important is it to make people here aware of the wildlife that's out on the golf course and to be able to co coexist with it? Yeah, I think that's that's one of the most important parts of a superintendent's job. You know, we obviously maintain the golf course, and, that, and that's our first and foremost, but there's a lot of non-golfers out there that get the wrong idea about golf. And I think one of our other jobs as superintendents is to really promote the, the good things that golf courses do to give back to the environment. So it's really important for us to get people involved. And, and the members feel good about you know knowing there's, there's these good environmental things going on on their golf course. And it's not just a barren wasteland golf course. I mean, these things are live ecosystems that we're playing golf in. The Landings is a huge place, thousands and thousands of acres. Explain uh, how much help it takes to pull these projects off. They're definitely not something we do on our own. We've had a lot of great community volunteers. Um, you know, a lot of these are, are community-driven. We've got members that want to be involved, and they want to do different things, and, and this gives them an avenue to participate. And it's great for us because, you know, we're obviously here to maintain the golf course, and we don't necessarily have the time it takes to devote into some of these things. You know, that's huge to get the community involved and get them helping out with these processes. And you know, most of the time you'll find there's... Within your community, there's experts that know a lot of stuff about this, and, and you may not have ever known that, but once you reach out to them, they become a huge asset to you. Explain some of the challenges of making sure that thing operates, and when can people expect to see eagles on the island? <laughs> yeah, there's definitely challenges in that. I mean, the height is the big thing. It's, uh, it's about 90 feet up in the top of a pine tree, and having personally gone up, uh, it's a long ways up there, and it's, it's kind of uh, nerve-wracking being up there. And looking at it, but once you get up there, you really get to see the amazing view you have, uh, you know, where those eagles live, and, and the size of the nest is amazing. But there's definitely challenges, you know, getting up there. We've had weather challenges. We're dealing with a, a camera outside. We've had some lightning issues and had to go up and do some repairs. And you know, I, I don't think that'll ever stop. It's just part of working outside. You got to be able to take it and run and, and just work with what you have. You're a decade into your work with the Diamondback Terrapins. What type of results have you, have you seen from that effort? Oh, it's been great. It, it expands every year. You know, we started out with a couple hundred nest uh, or eggs that we transferred into nest boxes the first year. To this past year, uh, over 2,200 eggs were recovered. So it's, it's constantly growing. You know, we really think that we're having an impact in the environment itself, that some of the first eggs that we released 10 years ago are now maturing to the point where they're having their own eggs, and that's why we're seeing such a big increase. But, yeah, each year this program expands, and, we, we never would have imagined it would have went this far, but certainly are pleased with how it's turned out. What other type of wildlife do you have on this property? We have all sorts of wildlife on the island. We've, we've got a great bird population. You know, we've got alligators, we've got deer, hogs. You know, we've got just about anything you could think of, snakes, and it's just such a diverse property. You know, we've got everything from the wetlands to, you know, inland areas, and uh, you can pretty much find just about any wildlife species that naturally occurs on the Georgia coast uh, here on our island. If a superintendent 
were to get more involved in wildlife initiatives on his or her course, what, what advice would you give them? What, how would you guide them towards doing some of the things that are similar to what you've done here? I think I would reach out to you know others in the area who have started that kind of work. If there's any other golf courses, that's obviously a good first step, or or just any other you know, assets you have in the area. For us, we have some University of Georgia people that are close by that are doing not necessarily our specific projects, but they're good good resources to reach out to. You know, so I would definitely do that. And then, and then the community itself, like I said, you'd be surprised how many people in your own community have expertise in certain things that you never knew about. So, you know, I'd get the word out within your own community on what you're trying to do and see what kind of feedback you get from them. I love working outside. I love working on a golf course, and you know it just makes it better when we can uh, really feel good about not only the golf product that we're putting out, but just you know how we're caring for the land and being good stewards of of where we make our living. You've been listening to the Superintendent Radio Network, the podcast of Golf Course Industry Magazine, a production of GIE Media. I've been your host, Guy Cipriano. You can find all of our podcasts on iTunes or the SRN page of GolfCourseIndustry.com. Talk to us at srn at gie.net or at GCI Magazine on Twitter. Thanks for listening.